hey, guess what, everyone? Parenting is for parents. Find out what I have to say about that on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Push Back with Dr. Johnny. I'm Dr. Johnny, and I said parenting is for parents. As my friend would say, thank you, Captain Obvious. However, I would submit to you that I think in our culture today, This is becoming less obvious. This podcast is a real springboard off of last week's podcast uh, entitled Making Primary Relationships Primary. And if you haven't heard that podcast, it would provide a lot of context for this episode. In summary, I talked last week how, uh, how primary relationships are husband and wife, parents and children, brothers and sisters. And that makes, by by definition, all other relationships secondary. And when something is a priority, it means that we consider it prior to all other life decisions. And so we as a culture need to lean into our primary relationships. And today we're going to talk about parenting, but I'm going to give you our most important parenting tip that we've ever taught, and it's this. The best thing that you can do for your children is to strengthen your marriage. So lean into last week's podcast as we talk about marriage and perhaps consider one of our courses or even my book, The Ultimate, Restoring the Culture of Marriage. We have to consider these priorities. We need to give it our time and our attention. But today I want to talk about the next priority in relationships the parent-child relationship. And really, this podcast is going to be a parenting pep talk. Sometimes we need those so that we can even feel inspired to continue to do one of the most important callings in our life, and that is raising our children. The word parent is a noun and a verb. A parent is a person, but it is also the purposeful action of that person. And your kids need you to parent them. And I am here on this podcast to tell you, parents, that it's okay to be powerful. Parenting is for parents. There is a movement that I like to call unparenting, letting kids quote unquote find themselves. But I would submit to you that is a dangerous, destructive culture because children need parents. See, this might sound, again, Captain Obvious, but children don't know what to do. They aren't born with instructions. They are born with parents who have been given the God-given right, authority, power, and mandate to provide those instructions to them. There is no other word like 
parent, if you think about it. And in fact, our culture today, if you pay attention, is actually trying to equate parenting to other life relationships. But I have news for you. Parents aren't life coaches. They're not a CEO running a company. They're not drill sergeants. It's not a principal of a school. They aren't a captain of a ship. In fact, I would say be wary of any advice that compares parenting to any other form of leadership. There is nothing else like it. There's nothing that we become more emotionally invested in, and there's nothing else that we would give our life up for and dedicate our life to than raising our children. It's the highest call. Once I'll, I'll take it even one step further. Parents are not meant to be best friends, buddies, besties. <laughs> Just like last podcast, the parent-child relationship is a primary relationship and best friend is actually a secondary relationship. If your children are trying to be sweet and say, hey, mom and dad, you're not only my parents, you're our best friend. I would be nervous about that. It sounds sweet, but it's actually a downgrade. We aren't called to be their best friends. We are called to be their parents. And there is no other relationship like it. We live in a capitalistic, democratic society. And sometimes our children may feel like a home should be run like a democracy. But I would submit to you that family dynamics were never intended to be run as a democracy. It doesn't mean our children don't ever have a voice in what we do and the decisions we make as families. But I will submit this to you very strongly. Children do not want to be in charge. There may be some power struggles. There may be some pushback in the home from your children. But at the end of the day, your children want to be children. And your children want to be parented. We have the unique responsibility on this earth to bring influence to our children. Our children grow up fast, don't they? And there feels like, it feels like there is this window of opportunity that we have to sow our wisdom, our experiences, our successes, and even our failures. We can sow those life experiences into our children to teach them and to influence them. That's why we are here. And that's why that position should never be relinquished. Make no mistake about it, my friends. Your children will be influenced. We lead a course called Value the Voice Parenting Course. At, at the very heart of the course is about voices. Initially, our voices, that they would value our voice so that we can transfer that dependence onto the Father's voice so that they would listen, obey, and value His. But our children today, and I think everybody who listens to this will agree, that our children today are, are exposed to many different voices. Voices, voices, voices. And it's like static on a radio station, where they, it's hard to hear and to process anything while that noise is in their ears. 
So make no mistake about it, your children will be influenced. I'd like to read you a quote and see if you can predict who said the quote. And I'll give you a hint. It's not Jesus. (laughs) Here's the quote. Give me four years to teach the children, and the seed I have sown will never be uprooted. Hmm, who could have said that? The answer, Vladimir Lenin, the founder of the Soviet Union. I share that quote with you not to scare you, but to inspire you. Our children will be influenced, and there are voices in their life that that do not have their best interest in mind. You, as parents, you are the ones that have the intimate relationship and intimate opportunity to to connect with your children and be the strongest, most consistent influencers in your child's life. It's time for all parents to honor the assignment that, that is inherent in being a parent, to mount up and take the reins and become the greatest and most consistent influence in your child's life. It's time. Here on Pushback, we are all about cultural change, being a demonstration, an honoring demonstration to the culture of what these relationships are to look like. So if you as parents are going to be the most consistent influencer in your child's life, then it's time to honor the assignment. It's time to rise up and be joyful in what the Father has given you in raising your children. Just like on the previous podcast on marriage, there is a way that we can demonstrate the way that we honor the assignment of being mothers and fathers. And I believe the first way that we can do that is to honor our children in front of them. We need to, with our words, tell our children what a joy it is to parent them. How grateful we are that we have been given the opportunity to be their mom and dad. Words of affirmation that we actually enjoy being their mother and father creates a security and warmth inside of them that will never depart from them. And I would submit to you not only honoring them in front of them and telling them how much we appreciate the role that we have been given, but actually do it in front of others as well. I have mentioned before that Amy and I are parents to eight children. And so anywhere we go and we have our uh, children following us into a store or grocery store, it, it turns some heads and we, we gather some attention because of that. And so, so often throughout the past decade of our lives, we have gone up to the counter to check out and they see all of our children with us. And people are not shy. And anybody who has been in a big family or have many children, you know what I'm talking about. People will be very bold to ask, are these all of your children? We had one lady actually ask my wife, are these all of your biological children? (laughs) We always think, what if they weren't? I mean, what is she supposed to say? But of course, they they ask the question, are these all your children? Of course, we respond, yes, they are ours. And then invariably, there seems to be a response, sort of an eye roll from the person working at the desk that says, oh, 
I can't imagine taking care of this many children. I have difficulty in just managing my one or two or, or how many children they have. And my wife is like a bulldog on this. And our children always begin to chuckle because they know what is coming next. My wife will out loud, and my wife isn't always real subtle and quiet, but out loud, maybe for the people around to hear, she'll say, oh, it's no problem at all. I love being their mother, and it's a joy to parent them. (laughs) There's always sort of a stunned look by the clerk at the counter. And what can they say to that? They usually respond with, yeah, yeah, I think so too. But I'm telling you that when my wife spoke truth and spoke honor, there are some things that happened in the atmosphere. There's something that shifted in the mind of this clerk that maybe had them think about their children differently than they ever thought. And even though my children chuckle knowing what my wife is going to say, you know, deep down inside, they appreciate it. And they feel the affection of their mother, knowing that they're not a burden. They're not trouble but it's her honor and pleasure to parent them. The second thing we can do is not relinquish what is yours. Don't relinquish what is yours. I call it the, the mama bear philosophy. See, there is, a, there is a push in our culture that is actually looking to disempower parents. They are actually trying to, to sell you um, on the notion that other people can actually raise your children better than you can. I don't say this with any disrespect towards Hillary Clinton, but she wrote a book, It Takes a Village. With all due respect, I would say, Hillary, you're wrong. It takes a family and it takes a dedicated mother and father to to implement and to influence their children's life. That's what it takes. That's how the father created it. And it doesn't mean that we don't look to others to help us. It doesn't mean that we don't look to others for counsel and wisdom. We have a ministry called GoFam Ministries. Our heart is to come alongside you and to bring wise counsel and wisdom to your everyday parenting. You can seek those things, but nobody gets to raise your children. Don't relinquish what is yours. We live in Minnesota, and and when you live in Minnesota in the great outdoors, we know about bears. And and if you know anything about bears, there is one very dangerous situation that you can get yourself into. Most of the time, bears will run away from you. But if you get in between a mother bear and her cubs, there can be a world of hurt. I am submitting to you that it's time in our culture for we as Christian families, to adopt a mother bear philosophy. And again, it doesn't mean we're shutting out the outside world and that we don't need anybody's help to help parent our children. But nobody gets between us and our cubs. It is our high calling, and nobody gets to raise your children other than you. It's a unique opportunity. It's a powerful opportunity. And the third thing I would say, as we are setting a culture of honor and joy in the assignment of parenting is don't disqualify yourself. Don't disqualify yourself. 
The enemy loves to whisper in our ear and tell us all of the mistakes that we have made. He's very quick to remind us of how we have failed as parents. My wife and I run a family ministry, and I will testify to you, my listeners, that we have not parented perfectly. In fact, we laugh. We have apologized to our oldest son more often than not as we were trying to figure out some of these parenting things early on. And we still haven't mastered it. It's still walking it out day to day. So I'm not sitting before this microphone saying, hey, I have this all figured out. But the enemy wants to remind us of all the mistakes that we've made. He wants to disqualify you. He wants to disempower you. Why? Because he knows that if he can separate the primary relationship of parents and children, that he will have access to influence your children. My friends, it is our responsibility to put a hedge around our children, to to enter into that primary space where we are the primary influencers, where we tell them truth. And in order to do that, we have to believe truth ourselves, truth about ourselves. Here is the reality. You are a son or daughter of the Most High God. And because of that, because of your position and identity in him, you have everything you need to raise your children. It's all inside you. The enemy just wants to put a lid on you and to try to contain the potency of who you are. Please today, at the sound of my voice, just allow the Holy Spirit to remove that lid. And and come face to face with the truth that you are qualified. You have everything that you need within you. And you have everything your children needs to be raised whole and healthy and powerful. You are their parent. And there is no other word like it. Nobody else gets to raise your children. And nobody else has the privilege of being a parent to your children. Rise up, my friends. Rise up, parents, to the role that God has given you as moms and dads. There is nothing like it. There's nothing more humbling and there's nothing more wonderful. Lean in and embrace the role. Parenting is for parents. As I mentioned before, my wife and I, offer a course called Value the Voice Parenting Course. It is to train your children to hear and value your voice. And this will allow them then to hear and value his. It's the ultimate goal in parenting, is to connect our children with the Father's voice. We are offering this course at the time of this podcast on April 4th, 2020 in Maplewood, Minnesota. But if you're listening to this podcast after that date, I would invite you to go to gofam.org. Gofam.org and click on our courses tab and it will bring you to our courses because we not only do this course and sponsor this course yearly, but we also are invited to different venues throughout our region to release this course. So look, for your local times times and locations where you could attend the Value the Voice parenting course. 
just like everything that we teach, it's all about culture. And so because of that, we actually would like to invite children ages 12 and up to attend the course as well. Because how many know that it's super important to learn about parenting, but it's also important to learn about being parented. So we will take good care of your children. They won't be bored. We have fun with it. It's interactive. And, uh, and, and it's, it's allowing you as a family to lean into the father's original plan for parenting. So please attend one of our courses. We would love to see you there. So parenting is for parents. It's yours. Nobody else can take it from you and nobody else can do it like you can. So I hope you are inspired. I hope that, that even the way that you change, I hope that you would even change the way that you speak about parenting in front of your children and to others. It's so important. So let's go together now and shape and set the culture. Yeah.